Bruce in the pocket, launching downfield. Mitchell, touchdown, Texas. You are looking live at the College Football Insiders Show. You throw it. McCarthy looking, throws deep, got wide open receiver. Cornelius Johnson spreading. Touchdown, Michigan. Now, here are your hosts ready to break down this weekend's top matchups. What is up? We are off and running here. Episode 10, week 9 already of College Football Insiders. Q, Smitty. What's up, fellas? Smitty, how you feeling? A little lighter on them toes. I'm doing fantastic. My weight's feeling great. I'm just, I'm alert. I'm ready to go. Love Smitty it. had a little procedure done today. What do we want to call your procedure? I, I have not had the the torture of. I think it's you know you get wheeled. Let's just say this: you get wheeled into a room and they have Lionel Richie, Penny Lover playing, and you come out <laughs> and everything else is okay. If you're a man or anybody at, at my age, it kind of gets done. So let's just. I say love that. it. Let's just say I feel very clean. I feel great. My energy level's high. I'm ready to pick winners this week. Well, Not on the injury I'm, report. I'm trying something new here. I'm standing up like I'm Pat McAfee. We're going to make it through the whole Jesus. show of me standing up. We'll see. It should be fun. I, it brings me a little bit more energy. I've been sitting working on these graphics all day. Did a little bit of extra work because Quentin just continues to slave drive me over here asking for Purdue, Nebraska. We'll get into that one. It obviously didn't make the six-pack previews. But as you see to my right, we will dive right into it. We've got Oklahoma hosting Kansas – or no, I'm sorry, going to Lawrence, Kansas, coming off that close win over UCF last week. Q, we'll start with you. Do the Sooners bounce back, or can Kansas and Jason Bean keep this one tight? You know, I'm actually – between the 30-minute break of Jeff's show and this one, I think I'm on Kansas – I love Kansas in a teaser as well, uh, but I like them plus the nine, maybe even by the full point to a plus 10. Bean to Daniels isn't much of a drop-off. Kansas is able to move the ball effectively, regardless who's a quarterback. They have two decent running backs. Oklahoma can't stop the run. They also start slow. I, I think Kansas at home could maybe steal this away. Lance Leopold, courtesy Kelly in Vegas gave me this stat. She's tw- he is 24, 10, and 1 against the spread since being at uh, at Kansas. He's got some big-time wins against Texas and some other opponents. So I really like Kansas in the first half to keep it close. Uh, let's get him up to plus 10 and take him for the game here. Ugh, Smitty, what are you doing here? Yeah, it just right make now, me feel about it. <laughs> right now, it's no play for me. You know, on Wednesday night, uh, we talked about this, kind of like Oklahoma, because they did struggle last week against UCF. Uh, But this is a tough – the more I dove into this for the last couple days, I'm kind of leaning a little bit more uh, Kansas, too. Um, Quarterback Bean is not – he's a great backup quarterback. Tough spot of the schedule for Oklahoma. They do have Oklahoma State coming up, too. A big rivalry game there. So – I kind of like what Q said there. Maybe maybe a first half Kansas play, but man, it'd be nice if you can get up this the ten. I kind of like Kansas. Maybe a little bit of lean on Kansas. I'm gonna go oppo of you guys. I like Oklahoma. I think last week was a little bit of a wake up call. 
my numbers like Oklahoma in this one. I I just don't like the number. Um, but at the end of the day, if I do make an official play on it, I'm going to side with Oklahoma. I just I think they're too good. They've still got the college football playoff hopes alive, and uh, with Texas losing Quinn Ewers, I think it's theirs for the taking. Oklahoma should show up, show out. Projected point total, thanks to Harrison Eller of Statletics, has them at 40.5, Kansas 29.4. That would be a cover. Uh, Moving right along, Oregon, Utah, another team that I think is still in the college football playoff talks. The Oregon Ducks go to take on a Utah Utes team whose offense is abysmal, but they did enough to beat USC. Smitty, you like anything in this one? Yeah, it's a tough one, I think, too. Uh, this one we broke down um, Wednesday night. More I looked into it, a lot of people are liking Utah in this. I think both teams are really good in the trenches. Tough place to play. You know, they have not been a dog at home in like five years. I think they've won like 18, 19 in a row, 29 out of 30 at home. It's a tough environment. Is this Oregon team really good to go there? Yeah, I like Bo Nix. I like the running backs, Irving, James. They have some weapons. Like you said, we finally don't have to say on this show, do we have Cam rising in a play or anything like that? We have their quarterback locked in. They're one wide receivers very well, rushing the ball, catching the ball, playing a little wildcat. I Right now, I'm on nothing in this game either. I'm kind of leaning, though. I kind of like. I think it's a, again, I know Matt's going to go crazy here. Teaser spot, Utah, maybe jack them up a little bit, but I'm kind of leaning maybe Oregon a little bit in this. But right now, it's a pass for me. Q. Unlike Smitty, I'm on it. I've already teased down Oregon to a pick them, uh, and I'll talk the other team later. But I, I like Oregon. Bo Nix has been there a long time. He's seasoned vet. You know, if Cam Rising was playing in this game, I, I think I would lean Utah, but obviously he's not. I believe it's 26 straight home victories for the Utah Utes. I don't think they get to 27. I think Oregon is just playing too good of football right now. You know, personally, I think they should have beat Washington if it wasn't for some bad coaching. I think Dan Lanning will clean that up. This is another meaningful game. I think they get it done on the road. I think Oregon's the superior team defensively and offensively. Yep, I concur with both of you guys. I took Oregon minus six and a half. And I like the Ducks to win and cover. Uh, Dan Lanning, I think he's a really good coach. He may actually um, be offered a job if Sam Pittman ends up getting fired. I'm on the Dan Lanning train. Get him back in the SEC. Get him to Arkansas. Is that a is that a promotion? Yeah, yeah. I'm, Would it be Oregon to Arkansas? I mean, I think any chance you get to get to the SEC, that's fair. Would be. That's fair. Yeah, I don't know. Speaking I of, the, I was just thinking money. Florida, Georgia, the good old fashioned world's largest cocktail party. Not sure why they don't call it that anymore. Drink responsibly, cocktail party. Number one, Georgia Bulldogs. Their strength schedule just not buying into their legitimacy yet. Carson Beck is going to be without Brock Bowers as they take on a Florida defense. It's pretty salty. You. We'll start with you. You're supposed to be in attendance. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, life happens. The kids have RSV. Obviously, the kids are more important, so I won't be there. I don't know if that's a blessing or a curse, though. I might 
see a uh, shocker victory for TV, and I said, damn, I wish I was there. Or I might see a blowout and say I'm glad I didn't waste my time. Uh, <laughs> but we've never lost a tailgate, so that part, that's going to suck. I, you know, I'm not on, on Carson Beck like everybody, you know. I, I Really, I don't think anybody is. You know, I, I thought Brock Bowers, you know, is a big loss for them, but they played down outside of Brock. Like, he's – to me, he kind of kept that offense afloat, and I, even without him, like, I don't see really many guys stepping up. The running game's just not there for me. Nobody offensively uh, on the receiving core has really stepped up. Now, of course, they probably will this game, and there'll be a, you know, George Pickett for all I know for George Pickens. But uh, Florida's defense is young. I mean, if Georgia really wants to uh, attack the Gators' defense, they'll air it out on these young true freshmen. Florida is got on tape that they're, you know, kind of weak against the run, at least in Kentucky's aspect, you would think Georgia wants to exploit that. I think Florida's going to try to muscle up and smack some some dogs in the mouth, but we'll see. I uh, I teased up Florida to plus 21 and a half. This game is either a massive blowout or a wire-tight game. There's usually not an in-between. So I do feel safe at the 21 and a half. I, I think Georgia's probably going to win in that 14 to 17-point range. Um, I think this year it could fall in the middle because Georgia's not that great. Would I be absolutely super shocked if Florida didn't keep it within a field goal and possibly win? No, I wouldn't because I think Graham Mertz is playing really well. I think the offense is starting to gel. I just don't see it being a realistic thing. Um, but I do think Florida could be the right side. Smitty. Yeah, you know, what I think in this game is what kind of Florida defense are you going to see? Are you going to see a tough Florida defense, or are you going to see a team that played Kentucky and Kentucky really dominated and they ran for a lot? That's one thing I want to see. You know, I think also here with Georgia, I agree with Q. Beck has been getting a little better, but they don't have their major weapons. So I want to see who really steps up here for this Georgia offense here. I think with Florida, if they can get out good, make some good runs, pound the ball a little bit, get Mertz going out, some quick throws, get some positive. I don't want to see him fall behind. If they fall behind quick in this game, then I think it could get ugly, like Q said. Other than that, I think if they hang in this, if this game's going to be tight the entire way. Right now, no play for me. What would I do? I love the teaser spot Q just said. I also like Florida right now in this. And our guy, uh, Matty uh, Nails on Notebook Wagering, said maybe keep an eye maybe on the over, under, and the under in this. This could be a, maybe a little slower. Georgia doesn't have their star player. Do they come out a little slow? Does Florida try to just establish the run a little bit? Some safe throws by Mertz. I agree with Q. I think he's been playing really well. I was not high on him coming in for this season, but he's done an okay job. I think this one's tight. You alluded to it. My only play so far is the under 49. I took that on Sunday. I really like that key number of 49 having the under there. I do think it is a lower scoring kind of a rock fight type game. So we can root for unders just like everybody loves doing. Uh, another one that look at and you, you, you're you possibly down a key player in Riley Leonard. I think the latest report is that he is going to go which changes my numbers just a little bit, but I do like Louisville in this spot. Um, taking on a Duke team that just – they've been on the cusp so many times, I feel like, and, and they uh, continue to squeak by doing bare minimum, but I think this is where they get got by the – little bit better of a team, Louisville at home. I laid the four and a half with the Cardinals. Talk me in or out of that bet, Smitty. Yeah, I wish I would have jumped on this sooner because it was minus four and a half. I saw a minus five and a half today. 
you know, Leonard did, didn't seem like he was going to play last week against Florida state. And he did, didn't have great numbers. Now it's been, is he going to play? Is he not back up? I'm not very high on. I don't think he can really throw the ball. Well, I like this Cardinals team. I like the coach. They're coming off a bye. Also, who did they play before? They lost to Pitt. A lot of motivation in this, I think, to come back and get right. I like the head coach for them. Plummer's been okay. The only thing, just don't turn the ball over. I think he has eight INTs on the year. Just don't do that. They have some good wide receivers. Thrash had a big game against Pitt. Callaway did too. I think Louisville's going to be able to score a little bit too much for this Duke team. And I think Duke just won't be able to. Because Leonard wants to run also. Multi-threat guy. And he's banged up. How much is he going to run? That's another question mark I have with Duke. So I like Louisville. I have not played it. I wish I would have did the other day, but we'll see. But I'll probably still maybe even do like a money line parlay with them and match it up with another team. So that's my thoughts. Q Millie. Yeah, you're talking me into the spread. I do like them in a money line a lot. But now you're again, you're getting me into that spread talk. Riley Leonard, you know, he's pretty one dimensional right now. Like Smitty alluded to, he wants to run, but he just can't. I mean, he can obviously pick and choose the spots, but for the most part, you really don't have to spy him because he's not a huge threat on the run, maybe like you did the weeks one, two, three, and four. But he's going to have to drop back and pass, and, and Louisville's defense is not that bad. Uh, you know, Jeff Brown's really got them playing really well. I do like the, the loss on the road, and you get to come back in a massive game at home. It does look like there's going to be some weather involved. You know, Louisville has played in some rain this year. They played pretty well. I think Louisville is the right side here. I really do. I mean, Mike Elko is a really great coach. I kind of had him in that eight and four talk, and this kind of gets us right into that area. You know, if, if Duke was at home, I think it's another discussion, but they're on the road. They played a big game last week, went up 20 to nothing, and then lost with 38 to 20 or 38 21. That's tough to then have to bounce back and play another tough team on the road. I, give me Louisville here. Add it to my card, Matt. Louisville on the spread and I'll figure out a money line parlay. All right, the next one, Tennessee at Lexington, Kentucky, taking on the Wildcats. I like Tennessee in this spot. I just think that they you know, they just came up short against Alabama. That's not a very good uh, – or not a very surprising result, I guess. Nick Saban, master of making halftime adjustments. Josh Heupel, uh but that was embarrassing. I do think they respond well. Kentucky, Devin Leary has not been very good this year. I just think Tennessee kind of uses this as an opportunity to take it to him. Although, one little nugget I am worried about. Mark Stoops is 8-1 and one against the spread as a dog less than a touchdown. That's pretty good. They're at home. Smitty, you doing anything in this one? Yeah, I, just, I did jump on this. I, I was leaning Tennessee. The more I dove into it over the last couple of days – I jumped on Kentucky plus the three and a half. Tennessee has, they're up eight and they're eight and two in the last 10 in this. Now the quarterback, like you said, I think that's so big in this. What Joe Milton are you going to get? What Leary are you going to get? Don't turn the ball over. Thing with Tennessee, they're good at home. They're 0 and 2 on the road, lost by double digits. I think they got beat up last week a little bit. Kentucky's coming off the bye. I like those teams coming off a bye. I think they're going to be very motivated. I think it's going to be a tight game. Everything I looked at has it really tight. So I'm going to take a chance. I'm going to do plus the three and a half. Give me Kentucky. Yeah, it's it's a stay away for me, but I do lean Tennessee here. Uh, I'm not a fan of Devin Leary. I talked about that on Jeff's show. Kentucky, they're, they're kind of one-dimensional. It's the run game. Davis, you know, Tennessee's got a really good defense. Uh, 
very good running team as well, which is kind of weird to see Josh Heupel. I, I think they're going to be able to run against Kentucky. I think they have the physicality, especially on the front line. You know, they're, they're pretty healthy right now to kind of punch Kentucky in the mouth. Um, they play really good halves of football. They don't play full games. So that's a little concerning, which is why it's a stay away. But you put a gun to my head. I'm taking the Vols today. All right. From one orange and blue team to another, Oregon State travels to where, Clinton? You Tucson. Remember? Tucson. To yeah. take I knew, I knew Arizona State's not Hey, listen. Arizona, Fafita, what they've done is very impressive. Oregon State also very impressive this season under Jonathan Smith and DJU. I really liked Oregon State early. I jumped on their money line, minus 157. And then I doubled back and just took Arizona plus three and a half, minus 118. I do think this is going to be a tight game. And the more that I've looked at it, I think Arizona may actually be the better team poised to win this one outright, although for betting's sake, I hope they don't. Uh, Q, what are you doing in this one? Stay far away and just enjoying a good game. Oregon State, they don't really want to get anything outside of a, a rock fight. Arizona's just going to air the ball out and score, score, score. We'll see if DJU can kind of keep up with it. Oregon State's a tough team. I think if they win this game, you know they could be looking pretty deep into their season. Arizona is that pesky team that can hang with some of the best Pac-12 teams. You know, like you said, FIFA and uh, and Delora, there's really not much of a huge uh, gap between them. Both have played rather well. You put a gun to my head, I'm probably, uh, probably going to take Oregon State on the money line in a close game, but I don't love to play by any means. It, it's a stay Maybe. away and just enjoy it. Go sports. Sports. <laughs> I hope both teams have fun. I hope both teams have fun. Get out there and just enjoy the game, both teams. I agree. This is a tight one. I mean, I think this is what Fisher or Fish, excuse me, is doing for Arizona. Head coach is fantastic. Backup quarterbacks come in. They haven't missed a beat at all. I love this Oregon State team. I've said it on this show or other show. I like the quarterback. I like Martinez, the running back. I think this one's tight. Crazy things happen late night in that Pac-12. Right now, I would do a money line also with Oregon State, but this might be one, again, like Q said, sit back and just enjoy the game. All right. Well, Q's beautiful slate he wanted right here. Purdue takes on Nebraska in what should be an ugly game. Total 39. Let's let's go defenses. Uh, Q, Why? Why did you want this graphic? What are you doing here? What do you where do you find gold? Not in Nebraska. You find a lot you of You find it in the dirty dirt. This is a dirty game and I love it. There's gold all around it and it spells out Nebraska. Nebraska on the money line. They get it done against this horrible Purdue team. I know Purdue's coming off the bye. Not sold. They can't score. They don't really run the ball well. They don't pass the ball overly great. They're mid, mid-tier. Nebraska's got a sneaky good defense. Matt Rule, if you guys remember at Baylor, was a defensive first guy. He's got this team playing above 500 for the first time since I think Smitty was born. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they're 4-3. They're 3-1 and three. They're three and one at home. You know, obviously the bad loss against uh, Michigan, but I think it's going to be loud. They're going to be proud. 
I like the defense to to keep this game low enough for the offense to to figure out some points, even though they do have some injuries. I understand two or three linemen are out. One of their receivers is out. I still like it. Dirt is in her gold is is in the dirt. You got to go digging deep. This is a, <laughs> a lot of dirt, a lot of dirt in Nebraska. There's Smith a lot of fun. dirt. That's I, fine. Well, I call this, I call this. What Smitty's game? on it. What game is going to be the JV Monday night game of the week? Well, Give me a 17 to nine. You're staring at it, but guess what? I love it. I love it too. And I didn't even know Q was on it. I, I took it also. I know there's some injuries. I don't care. I agree with Q. I think head coaches, I love the Nebraska coach over the Purdue coach. I've been on Purdue a couple times this year. They've won a couple, like one or two spots for me this year. This game's going to be ugly. I think it's cold. I think it's a little rainy out there. Those people love those conditions out there. Love it. Nebraska's going to win. I'm on the money line too. Let's go Hornhuskers. Y'all are sick. All right, it jump would be on a college wagon. It Joy. wouldn't be a college football coach. Hey, you talked me into making a bet last week to jump on it, and we lost. So, what game was that? Uh, I think uh, I think you were sniffing the Alabama Tennessee. Oh, that was true. That was me. That was cute. Don't. Hey, we were right on that play. Cute. We were right on that play. Tennessee just fell apart, but I called it beautifully. It wouldn't be a college football show if we didn't talk about the Friday night standalone game. I tweeted it out. If you're not betting on college football on a Friday night, what are you doing? Do you even bet? It's like a gym selfie. Show up, make a bet. FAU is the side I'm going with in this total under. I got a little phone call from my man Smitty saying, let's make a play on this Friday night game. I don't know why we're doing it other than just we're here. Florida Atlantic Owls going to take on the Charlotte 49ers. Q, you want any part of this one? Digging for gold. No, this <laughs> is too 49ers. dirty. And the 49ers. This is, this is rough. This is like bearing sea gold. I don't like the cold waters. I, I would say I do agree with the thing. I think Florida Atlantic's a better team. You got to bet on Tom Herman on a Friday night. I can't do it. Q, what'd you or Hey, but I do need one of their receivers to get about 30 fantasy points. So I Nobody am cares about Florida your fantasy Atlantic. football team. Nobody cares oh, you about your fantasy football team. You're just team. jealous you're not in the league. Smith, he. What'd you do? I, I'm with your brother, man. I'm on this under. I gave it out. I, I'm going to, you know, I played it. I gave it out. I gave it out um, 44 and a half. Take the under. You know, like you said, you had great information. We talked on the phone today. I think this game is lower scoring. They, it's been in the series. You look over the last couple of games by both these teams, it's been lower also in this. I think this one's going to be ugly too. This might be the JV football game of Friday night, but I like it. Let's get the under 44 and a half and let's start the weekend off right. Hmm. All right. Anything else you guys are eyeing to bet on this weekend? Yes, sir. I will start. I have just added... Auburn, Louisville, money line plus 103. I like this Auburn team. I think Hugh Freeze has them going in the right direction. Mississippi State looked like they were like the Alabama of 2010 on defense last week against a team we won't talk about this week. They're not that good. Mississippi State will lose on the road in Auburn. We already talked Louisville. I like that. Nebraska money line already touched on that. We're going to win. The gold is in the dirt, boys. Florida plus 21 and a half. Oregon, That's a great Pickham. t-shirt. 
Army, UNC, Oklahoma State. I love that play. I think Army beats up on a horrible, probably the worst team in division football called UMass. Thanks for trying. UNC, I think they kind of get right. Georgia Tech hasn't won a home game in about 10 games. I thought they could do it last week. They looked abysmal against Boston College. You'd think Boston College was playing for a college football playoff spot if you watch the game. And Okie State, Ollie Gord is the new phenom running back that is taking college football by storm. He's going to run all over the field in Stillwater this weekend. I like that. Cincinnati sucks. Bang, three-team money line parlay for plus 104. Not a big card struggling this season. Get back. Smitty. Yeah, I'm going to, again, I'm going to join Q in that great uh, goals in the dirt game. Uh, Nebraska, money line, minus 130. I already said Kentucky, plus three and a half, minus 110. I'm on Arizona State. I kind of like them. I, You know, Washington State, what happened to them? They've lost three in a row now. I know Arizona State's lost a lot of games, but if you look, then some tight games. They played really well, only lost to eight last week against Washington. Cal, they lost by three. Colorado was only by three. They've been there. This team defense is not bad. A lot of the injury bug has really got to this team. So I think this game could be close. So I took a chance with that. Team points. I've been playing last week was disastrous. I lost, I think, four. 12 and 12 for the year was not good last week. Teams just didn't show up, just didn't put points on. I did eye up um, two this week. I'm just going to try two. I'm going to take Cal. I'm going to take a chance, minus 130, over 27 and a half against USC. What this USC team to me is just a disaster. You know, they're giving up 34, 48, 41, 41 the last four. Cal, 14, 40, 24, 32. They've been scoring a little bit. USC, I just don't know what you're going to see. Is this a motivated team? So let's take a chance. UTSA, I like this team. Harris came back, the quarterback. I'm taking over 31 and a half, minus 125 against East Carolina. Their last three games, 49, 41, and 36. Let's score some points against the Pirates. Let's keep scoring. Right now, I'm going to probably do a couple more, not go crazy, because the card I think is tough, but check out a notebook wager and also uh, Sharp Angle Syndicate. Uh, I might have some plays out on that site also. All right. You know what time it is, Smitty. Go get the crown. Teaser time to the king himself. And I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep saying this. I have not lost in one of these plays yet. And you guys then go. Better knock on wood, which I've been doing, and I keep winning. So let's just keep that routine each week. Let's just keep it going. Let's get yeah, away. We're letting them down, Matt. Let's go. Right. Seven-point teaser. Give it to me. I'll jump in since I'm the king. I'm going to go. Hey, let's go Minnesota. Minnesota at home against Michigan State. Love it. Michigan State's a train wreck. Man, what a great job yeah. by, by the Wolverines last week to throw 49 on them. 49 on them. I loved every second of it. Minnesota's not going to do that, but they're going to beat them. This Michigan State team can't move the ball. They kind of, I and they've given up in a way. They kind of look like Syracuse last night. They just have given up. Minnesota's going to win. Take Minnesota in this. They're fine. Moving on. Q. Oklahoma State down to a pick em. I already talked about it. Ollie Gordon's going to run all over Cincinnati. Emory Jones sucks. Oklahoma State gets the win. That was my second play, Q. I love it. That means it's a winner. 
Well, I'm going to take Oregon down to a pick or plus a half. So I'll get that loaded up, and I don't know. My book is uh, is only wanting to give me reverse teasers right now, which is All right. sad because they're statistically a horrible bet to make, so why wouldn't you want the money? Uh, anyways, all right. So final thoughts, Smitty. Got anything to add? No, let's, let's just out. let's enjoy the weekend. Let's try to get some winners. Let's try to make some money and make some people some money. It's, I think it's a tough card. I mean, looking first time I looked at, it, I was like, "Oh man, this might this might be challenging to find some really good strong leans." But sometimes those are the weekends that you put some plays out and you you crush it. So good luck to everybody and let's win some money. Q, Michigan's not cheating. Sign stealing's part of the game. You don't want it to be part of the game. Get the electronic helmet pieces like the NFL. Go blue. Good call. We've got a little baseball game of some importance tonight, uh, and we'll send us out with this. Texas Rangers, money line, go get it. And just get <laughs> higher, baby. Let's go. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you next week.